Welcome to the spot of Live True. My name is Joel Livingston, basketball coach, motivational speaker, movie director, author of Don't Look Back, which is on Amazon, Barnes and Nobles, and my publishing company, Zulon Press, and host of the show Live True. As a basketball coach, I believe in the grind, the fight, the will to win that you must possess to navigate through life. Find out who you were meant to be and what you were meant to possess on the show Live True. Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode. This is Joel Livingston, like I stated before. Today I have a special guest in the house. This is Nicole Collins. She's the head girls basketball coach at Cedar Hill High School. Say hi, Nicole. Hey, what's up? <laughs> Nicole, how long have you been at Cedar Hill High School? Oh, man. Uh, this I just completed my ninth year as a head coach, and it's been 12 years total. Wow, 12 years. Uh, I remember when, when 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 you and I were kind of rocking together. You know, yeah, what was that? I think yeah. that was 2014 yep, to 2017. Yep, sure Man, you know, we had some good times. What were some of your me- uh, most memorable times, you know, during, during, that, during those years? Oh, I mean, I, first of all, I mean, that was my, my, my third chance as a head coach, but it was the place where I wanted to be because uh, I had obviously been there as an assistant mm-hmm. coach, but just – I mean, we got a great group, you know. Yeah, we we, we got blessed with a really great group those first few years. Um, you know, had a McDonald's All-American in there. But uh, I think what that first year, we had like seven or eight seniors. And yeah, we did. No, a number of them went on to play uh, at, at the next level. And I, they just were a good group of kids. I still keep yeah. in touch with a yeah. lot of them. So okay. I, just, I just think that's what it was. You know, the kids make it special. And it helps when you have some some success mm-hmm. and um I, I just think we had a good time together and so I, I, I mean I, I yeah I mean with you it's always laughs and that's the thing that I remember so I would say that oh okay well I, those, those were some good times I, I I enjoyed it um last season the Lady Longhorns went 24 and 14 and I believe 9 and 5 in district correct yes that's right. okay uh and y'all finished third place Okay, we did, we did. and the year before that, you know, I think y'all went three rounds deep. Yeah, we went three rounds deep. Wow, wow, wow! Quarters. And third, third in district. Uh-huh. So, what makes y'all so successful? Um, I, I just think I, I think any coach would agree with this. It's mm-hmm. about the culture that you establish, that you build, and and you stand on that, and and you have your non negotiables about what you stand for. And I think when people think of Cedar Hill uh, girls basketball. They think of girls who who play hard, who get after it, mm-hmm. who are just gritty and, and grind on the floor, <laughs> and we're going to play defense, and we're not going to quit. And I think that any time you have that type of mentality, mm-hmm. it's always going to put you in a position to yeah. win. It doesn't yeah. guarantee the win, but it's yeah. always going to put you in a position to win. And I think, you know, I, I think as a staff, we take our job very seriously. So mm-hmm. I think we've done a good job of skill development and putting our kids in positions because... We already know. I mean, I think most people would agree. Eleven six A is one of the toughest, if not the toughest, district in the state of Texas. So yeah. we got to be prepared. And yeah. so I think a big part of that also is the preseason, um, how we put that together to get them ready for the district as mm-hmm. well as what we're going to see in playoffs. Gotcha, gotcha. They call uh, what they do a district. They call the it district li- li- the district of the doom, district right? Of doom. <laughs> 
Hey man, it is. It <laughs> the is. district, the district of doom. And and what's funny is is guys, I had the pleasure of coaching in that district, and to this day, I tell people, you know, man, it's probably the hardest district I've ever coached For in. Real. Um, I mean, when you got, you know, I was looking, you had Waxahachie, because at, at that time we didn't have Waxahachie in the we district. Didn't, we didn't. But, we but now you have Waxahachie, you have Duncanville, you have um, Cedar Hill, you have DeSoto, Skyline, I mean, Skyline in that Lake district, Ridge, Lake Ridge, Legacy. Legacy. God, man, that's a tough district. I mean, it's crazy. I mean, honestly, like just, and really this applies pretty much to every sport, but in girls basketball at one point in time, Six of those eight teams were ranked in the top 25. Oh, wow. And we're all in the same district. Uh-huh. And out of those six, at one point in time, three of those teams were ranked in the top 10. Damn. So you're you're basically, yeah, we, we beat yeah, each other yeah. up night after night. I mean, it's honestly, remember, it reminds me a lot of what it was like when I was in the Big 12 mm-hmm. in college. I mean, yeah. it was no night off. Yeah. You got to show up. And even for those teams that weren't ranked, I think they have great coaches who do a great job preparing their kids. Mm-hmm. Um, and so you you got to show up. you got to mm-hmm. show up night after night. And so, honestly, that was one of the things I did this year. Gotcha. This was the toughest preseason schedule I had ever put together since I had been at Cedar Hill. And mm-hmm. so I just felt like at the end of the day, we had to be ready for what we were about to see this year. Gotcha. And, and you said preseason. I went back, I looked at your schedule, and y'all played like some, several teams from Houston or Westfield. They yep. normally pretty good. Y'all played uh, uh Summer, Summer Creek. Summer Creek mm-hmm. normally good. Man, so y'all was battle tested already no, before we the were. district even started. That was and then, honestly, that was the point. That was very intentional. Um, I, I, we played teams from Houston. We played teams from the Austin and San Antonio area, oh, and all that. of those teams were ranked. There honestly wasn't a team on our schedule that was not either a state contender, a state champion from the previous year, mm-hmm. or wasn't a top 25 team. Oh, wow. So, it, it was tough. It was tough. <laughs> and, I mean, I told them ahead of time, yeah. like, it was going to be tough because yeah. this this district has always been tough. But when they added Skyline, added Legacy, that just made it that much tougher. So, I just wanted to make sure we were ready to go. Wow. That is, that's crazy. You know, one of the I always tell this, and I and and even though you know I'm not around you all the time, coach, but I always tell people this, is that um, I learned how to coach when I was in Dallas, but you guys taught me how to run a program. Well, you awesome. t- you 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 guys being under you, uh, being at Cedar Hill, it it taught me how to run a program and to raise our level of expectations. You know, sometimes we come in. I think I remember my first year, and you was like, well, you know, we got 7 a.m. practice. And I'm thinking to myself, because I just came from Dallas, so <laughs> so, so, so you said 7 a.m. practice, you might not have nobody. <laughs> and so I'm thinking, is she really serious? Is, she gonna, is these kids going to get up this morning? And sure enough, we got there, and them kids was on the line, ready to go. And I, I just love that that expectations that you had on those kids that hey if I say seven a.m. y'all better be on that line at seven a.m. That doesn't That's mean right. that y'all walking in at seven. That's right. You know, so I, I really do you know respect that you know from from you and and the program that you was running you know yeah. what I'm saying at that time and, and today. So has anything changed from the time from those from from those three years to now? Have you lightened up or got got harder? Well, look, let me say this. I, I think- it depends on who you ask because it's always funny. You know, I remember I went back to Baylor 
and I saw Coach Mulkey coaching, and I'm just like, man, who is this coach? This ain't the coach that coached me that was just getting <laughs> in after or whatever. Like, she she easy now. She laid back. But I've had a couple of kids be like, man, Coach, you, you nice now. Yeah. You, you, you soft. But, no, in terms of the expectations, mm-hmm. no. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I just I feel like, you know, I tell the girls all the time, what you allow is what you encourage. So exactly. if I come in and I allow exactly. y'all to come in rolling in five minutes late mm-hmm. or I allow y'all to be lazy or I allow y'all mm-hmm. to, you know, not be on point with things, then I'm basically telling y'all mm-hmm. that's okay. And I'm really big on, I feel like especially in the area where we coach, mm-hmm. our job is not just to coach y'all for the current year mm-hmm. or for your high school career. We've got a lot of kids that are going to go on and play at the next level. Exactly. So i got a responsibility to make sure I'm coaching you and preparing exactly. you for that. And you're not going to be able to get away with that exactly. in college. You're not going to exactly. be able to just roll in an hour late and think mm-hmm. that that's going to be okay. So, no, the expectations haven't changed. Mm-hmm. But I, I do want to give credit to, I feel like one of the reasons why I think we did a good solid job of running a program and it being on point was I man I was blessed with great coaches. Mm. I learned from some mm. great coaches that I played from yeah. and as well as the the coaches that I worked under, you know, coach Robinson mm-hmm. at DeSoto mm-hmm. and obviously you already know what her resume gotcha. um says gotcha. and then coach Lusinger who's now the AD at mm. uh, Mansfield gotcha. but she also state championship coach so I got the chance to really sit and watch and observe mm-hmm. and be a part of yeah. what championship mentality yeah. and championship programs look like. Okay. And so I think that that's really what prepared me for, for Cedar Hill. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. You know, guys, if you haven't seen um, the, the the illustrious Nicole Collins, you know, she <laughs> you talking about she's small and, 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 and statue, but boy, she, she, she's big. She got a big heart. Um, so you was in the Big 12 at Baylor. And everybody know what Baylor did, you know, and they're what they're known for. Then you go from Baylor to to start coaching, and yeah. and 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 you've you've probably gotten every accolade except for that one. And that one, you're trying to win that state championship as a head coach. Yeah, correct? I just haven't gotten it as a head coach, but I have gotten it. I've been blessed. And I've been been I've been there many a time. You've been so, there yeah. many a times. Yeah. I know because you was with you was there with uh, Coach Robinson, right? I was. From, I was. From and, yep. And if I had stayed one more year with Coach Leesinger, they actually won the next year. But yeah, I went okay. a few times with Coach Robinson. Was that when she was the head coach at uh, Mansfield? Um, you talking about Lucinga? Lucinga. Yeah, she was the head coach at Summit. Oh, at Summit. Head, okay. Uh-huh, she was the head coach okay. at Summit. Uh-huh. Okay, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Man, that, that's 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 wild. I remember three years in a row, we went to the regional quarterfinals. Yes. And you know, I had I had never been that far that deep before, and 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 it was just it was a new experience for me, you know. And so just being a part of the the Longhorn tradition. Um, that that really you know I felt like it brought it made me rise to the level of expectations. You know, some people say, man, you know, y'all do y'all y'all do too much. Well, no, I don't think we did enough. You know, sometimes I think, like, man, you know, you had to be you had to come with it every night, coaching, training, practicing, just to get the kids ready. You know, and and you did a good job. So you know. Guys out there, man, go check out a basketball game if you haven't seen it and, and, and see her work. So, Nicole is is, is, is totally awesome. Um, take me through the final game, Coach. Y'all was in the regional finals this year with DeSoto, right? Yeah, yeah. district okay. opponent. District opponent. Yes. And so, a lot of times, y'all play each other, 
Okay, and then you'll end up meeting meeting against each other mm-hmm. in the regional finals. And so I, I saw that y'all played DeSoto, and I think DeSoto went on to win the, the, the championship, right? Or did they lose? No, they lost to uh, San Antonio Park. They lost to San Antonio. And that's who they knocked out last, last year to win State. To win, yeah. to win State. Yeah. So was that the furthest that you had ever been as a head coach? Uh, that was the second time. That was the we second actually, time. Yeah, we, uh, we, we kind of broke that third-round hump uh, five years in. Okay. And that was with our 2019-2020 team. Okay. And uh, I mean, I tell you, man, I got to brag about that team because that was a team that I told at the beginning of the year, like, y'all are the worst defensive team I've ever coached in and this, my life. This is past year this or 2019? No, this was 2019 20. Okay, 2019. Okay, okay. But yeah, I was just like, man, y'all are the worst team ever. Like, <laughs> I, I've, just, I've never seen defense this horrible. Yeah. And you know, I was glad that they took what I said, mm-hmm. put a chip on their shoulder, and like ran with it. Really? And literally ended up becoming one of the best defensive teams wow. I've ever coached. And so, in terms of just on paper, we didn't compare to other people, mm-hmm. but man, that was a team of dogs. I uh, mean, they were a team of dogs, and so they got us to the regional finals. Uh, we ended up losing to Duncanville by two, okay. who ended up going on to win state. Okay. Um, but man, they just, it was a great team. It was mm-hmm. a great team. Um, we're able to get back at the team that knocked us out the year before when we were the yeah. number one team in the state okay. of Texas, and just some things didn't oh, work wow. out, but uh, so that was in 2020, and then fast forward this year, we make it to the regional finals again, mm-hmm. and we played DeSoto, and just pretty much that game, man, I'm telling you, anytime it's against DeSoto, it's always personal. You know, it it's is. Battle, it's the Battle of Beltline Road. And, DeSoto and, and Duckerville. I'm telling you, and it's just like, and I got to give credit to them, they were, they were a young group, because uh, mm-hmm. she had graduated a lot yeah, of her seniors, and a young group, very talented group. And uh, they were just on point that night. And for us, it just, we couldn't get anything to work. Mm. I mean, honestly. And, and when I mean that, I just mean we could not buy a bucket to wow. save our lives. At one point in time, I think we missed seven layups in a row. Oh, man. We were missing free throws, missing jumpers, people normally knocked down. Yeah. And it was just it was just one of those games where, you know, it just wasn't our night. Well, and it didn't help that our starting point guard, she actually went down in the gotcha. second quarter. So, um, the girls got there. They fought through it. They mm-hmm. fought through it. And, you know, it's really disappointing when you have a game like that because yeah. it wasn't – I just hate that it wasn't a true reflection of who mm-hmm. that team was gotcha. from this year, you know. Gotcha. Um, so it definitely had a lot of challenges for them. A lot of people don't know this. Numerous times this year I had more injuries than we had ever had, oh, than wow. I had ever had on one team. Um, at one point we, we thought two of our star guards had torn their ACLs like mm-hmm. almost twice. I mean, I just believe it was God just protecting them and, yeah, yeah. you know, we're able to come back gotcha. and finish the year out. So uh, they did. They fought back and got us there and, you know, just unfortunate circumstances. But, you know, they got us there. And yeah. that, that says a lot about that group. Okay. Good, yeah. good, good. Yeah. Man, you know, one of the things that, that um, I think when, when we was coached together, I think we were blessed not to have as many injuries. We had, here, we had a few here and there, but for the most part, all our guy, girls were remained healthy. You know, so that's one of the big things that I think that um, that got us to that level. Because, you know, playing in sports, you know, a lot of times people think, well, you know, who's putting up? You got to be rocking at the right time. Well, it's a lot of things. You got to have injuries. You got to be free of injuries. You got to be, your grades got to be right. Yeah. You know, you can't be getting in trouble. Yeah. You know, uh, you got to have the right personnel. You do, it's a lot of things to go that has to go right in order for you to make that state run. So I was able to do it one time on the boys' side, and and so in in that year everything just went right for us. Yes, you uh, know? and everything does have to go right. It does. It really it, does. It, it really does. does. It does. 
um, something you said, or you said that you played in the Big 12. Uh-huh. Um, and so I think, you know, off air, we kind of talked about it a little bit before. So do you think that you would have benefited from the the, the, the transfer portal or the NIL deal? Or or <laughs> or how do you feel about that today? Because, you know, it's, it's, it's like the number one talk of the town you know, right I, now. I just got to speak the truth. I mean, for me, I, this is my thing. I think with anything, you can always take good with bad. Yeah. So I, I do think there's definitely some huge benefits for the transfer portal. But to me, this I just feel like what it's teaching mm-hmm. is just when things don't go your way, bounce. Mm-hmm. And I just feel like that just conflicts with how life works. You know, True. you you are in life. We already know this as adults. And I mean, even some kids have been through some things at young ages, but as adults, you are going to go through seasons mm-hmm. where those seasons are going to be tough and mm-hmm. they're going to be hard. Gotcha. And, you, you know, that winter season is going to be, you know, yeah. it's going to be brutal. And I just think it's more about what you can learn from it and as you go through it than it mm-hmm. is to try and skip it. You, mm-hmm. You're not going to be able to skip the season. The season is going to come. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Now, I do think sometimes we make them last longer than we're supposed <laughs> to. But, you know, you can't skip through it. So yeah. my only thing is, obviously, there's been situations, and I, I don't want to ignore this. There's been situations of unfortunate coaches yeah. who have abused their power yeah. and, you know, not handle situations right with their, their collegiate athletes. And so... Obviously, those are those are toxic environments that need mm. to be out of it. But I do think sometimes it's as simple as, you know, hey, I, I'm not starting. I want to start or I'm not playing yeah. the amount of minutes I want to yeah, play. And exactly. so because of that, you know, I'm out. Yeah. And instead of going through the process of you're just a freshman, yeah. you know, you just got here. You got to yeah. learn the system. You yeah. got to learn the process. Your body's got to, you know, be exactly. developed to, you know, collegiate ball and. I just, I don't always think that that's preparing kids in the right way, you know, and um, I've even heard that that's a possibility of them kind of having somewhat of a similar type high school portal, like, you know, I just, I don't know, you know, I just think that there's, there's got to be with anything, you got to have checks and balances, you know, and and I think if they can maybe kind of evaluate that and maybe see if there's a different way because I, I just don't think it's healthy when they say at one point in time, I think it was like 1,800 or 2,000 kids in the portal at one point in time. So I don't know. Wow. Yeah, it was a lot. It was a lot. And I think what it also hurts is, you know, I think it's really beneficial for your four and five stars and maybe even some of your three-star players. But, mm-hmm. you know, it, it's, it's making it harder, at least from what I see. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if other coaches agree with this, but it seems like it's making it harder for your kids that are not, they're, they're a solid player, got the ability to play at the next level, but they're not that standout. You know, yeah, they're not yeah. going to the power five. Yeah. They're not going to your top division one school. So it seems like it's getting harder and harder for those kids to be seen and to get looks, you know, and to get offers. Yeah. Because now if I got a choice, let's keep it real from picking a kid that's a one or two star in high school versus a big time player in college, I'm going with her every time. Exactly. Period. She's got the experience and she's already got the talent. Yeah. And I don't have to worry about trying to develop. So I don't know. It just seems like there's definitely some things that got to be evaluated with it. So sometimes those kids, they they, they lose out on their dream. They lose out on those scholarships because, you know, you got this big kid, big big name kid that's going to probably bring in more money. Period. You know, and, you know it comes down <laughs> to money always. Everything always yeah, does. Yeah, it, it always comes down to yeah. money. I mean, you're right. Um, 
you know, I know we had talked about that and I'm like, man, I hope that doesn't come to the high school level because, you know, we already have an issue. I know I've been at, I've been at Chronic the last four years and we've already have an issue with kids leaving, you know, because when it comes to North Crowley and Crowley, North Crowley gets that better athletes, you know, mm -hmm. from my time that's there. And so if we're not winning or if they see North Crowley winning mm -hmm. and we're not giving the, that kid what they need at that time, they jump ship and they go and they go over there. And so a lot of times kids would rather go sit somewhere than actually get on the floor you know, with you. Hey, so it's crazy. It's a little bit kind of conflicting to that. But like, you know, I had a situation of a kid, you know, had a optimal situation with us you know you're young coming in you're on varsity you're getting good minutes you're getting get burned you're getting some good touches good looks you know and ha had a really good year and didn't like that things were not centered around her mm -hmm. and so proceeded to go somewhere else um that was i guess you would say like a higher caliber program and things didn't work out over there yeah, yeah. and that's the thing though like i just feel like at the end of the day it might look like it's better but you know the old saying the grass is not always greener <laughs> it's, not. it's not always greener and i think it's one of those things where you know kids got to start looking at does this situation fit me and am i gonna have to maybe fight through a yeah. little bit that yeah. i don't want to fight through but it's going to pay off in the long run gotcha. and I, I think that that really comes down to also parents seeing it that way i just mm -hmm. You know, I just think of, we kind of, we're in a society where it's a microwave society. We mm. want, you know, I want to be able to press start 30 seconds and I want to be able to eat immediately. And it's yeah. not like that. Yeah. I think anytime there's anything that you have to really work for yeah. and you have to grind for, there's going to be some true value in that. Yeah. And we already know anytime things are just kind of handed over and given to you that you don't have to. You don't, you don't appreciate you, it. You don't appreciate yeah. it. You don't value it, yeah. you know, and, and nothing like that to me is, yeah. is priceless. You yeah. know, it, it, it depreciates very quickly. So. <laughs> I don't know. I just think that that's something that people got to start taking a look at. So, Coach, in, in saying that, you know, what can we do as, you know, if somebody's out there listening, you know, as a parent or, or an AAU coach or just, a, you know, another coach, what can we do to instill that delayed gratification and saying that, you know, it may not happen now, but it doesn't mean it's never going to happen. Instead of just up and jumping ship, and then now, you know, you don't like it over here, so you're going to go over there. You know, or you got parents that, hey, I'm going to shop my kid around and see who's the best offer. Yeah. You know, like their cattle or something. You know, what what is it that you may teach, at, at, you know, with your girls that we can start doing maybe in our programs or at home to try to help our kids to understand, hey, you got to work for that. Because, I mean, you just said something that's very important. Man, I, right now, I feel like the only thing that we as coaches can do off top is, is to remember why. And maybe this is not why some people got into it, mm -hmm. but why we got into this. Gotcha. It's about the kids. It is. And it's about teaching them not just the game of basketball, but teaching them life lessons. Yeah. I think we've gotten away from that and it has become about winning and it has become about, you know, getting the likes and the fame <laughs> on social media. And it's become about money because a lot of people know that those NLI deals yeah. at any point in time are going to make their way to Texas. I just think we're getting, but that's our society. I mm -hmm. think it's just, you know, it's just imitating what we see on a larger scale, it's just on a smaller scale in, in what you see in sports now. So I feel like the only thing that we as coaches can do is just continue to make sure that you stand your ground on what's important. If it is just about winning, 
then you are contributing to the problem. To the problem yeah. You know what I'm saying? Let's keep it real. It's got to be a part of the. It's got to be a part of the focus. You. I mean, we ain't none of us trying to go out there and lose games. <laughs> so it, that has to be important. But I just think it's got to be about like. What am I teaching these kids? And, and even starting down at your feeder schools, mm-hmm. what type of coaches you've been able to get down that's at the middle that's schools that's and what they're teaching them and, and making sure they're holding those kids accountable, building relationships there. Um, and trying to remember that, you know, I, I had somebody tell me the other day, like, you know, hey, I think, you know, you need to remember this ain't about family no more. It used mm-hmm. to be about family when you talk about sports and you're on a team. Yeah, yeah. This is business. Yeah. And that might be true, but that's not what I stand for. Yeah, exactly. And so that's where I feel like that's where I can contribute to that, uh, of doing something different. That's not what I stand for. It's not business. Mm-hmm. It's not business. Yeah. It is family. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And so, you know, how what if, if it's family, I got to remember what am I trying to teach these mm-hmm. kids? What am I trying to put them up for? Because I know at some point you might be able to skip these steps here in high school, <clears throat> but you're not going to be able to skip it in life. No, life don't work that way. It don't. It don't work that don't. way. And at some point in time, she's going to make sure you're going to sit down and you're going to listen to yeah. her. We all know she's the hardest teacher you're going <laughs> to ever have to deal with. You know what I'm saying? So I just think that that's what that comes down to. It's just, you know, remember <coughs> what your focus is. Remember why you got into it. What, what are you really trying to teach them? Mm-hmm. You know? Because at some point, I like a, a coach told me this. At some point, the ball stops bouncing yeah, for it everybody. It, it don't matter who you are. Even for LeBron James, it's going to stop. Yeah. At some point, it stops. For everybody, so it's like when it stops. What can you look back and say you learned? Mm-hmm. What can you look back and say you you, you took yeah. from it? So yeah. I think that's what what matters. Yeah, that 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 ball stopped bounce for LeBron last night, but we're not gonna go into that. Don't uh, do my boy <laughs> like that. And I knew as soon as I said that, he was gonna get. He was going to say that. Oh, man. Hey, my boy showed up. He did. He he showed up and he He did did. what he needed to do, unfortunately. Hey, but Denver Denver was a better team. I'm going to leave it at that. They were the better um, team. It was funny because they were talking about him possibly leaving. And it... You know, it's almost like years ago when you knew Jordan was going to leave at some point. You just didn't know when. And you just hoping it's one more year. The corner, man. One more year. One more year. And they just talked about that with LeBron. Actually, this morning, like, you know, people don't realize he's getting older. You know, Father Time has said did. And, 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 yeah, and nobody can beat Father Time. <laughs> nobody. And we're hoping for one more year. You know, even you know, I'm even hoping like, okay, how's the NBA gonna look? You know, without LeBron, who's the next face of the NBA? Yeah. You know, and so I, I don't think we realize that. Yeah. You know, sure. but just going back to your point, um, I remember we had a kid uh, when I, my first year at Crowley, and he thought he was bigger than life, and he, you know, we didn't really discipline him like 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 we should have. And I told him, you know, he had got a tech in, in a fall league game. I said, man, what are you doing getting a tech in a fall league game? Right. And we talked about it. I said, man, you can't do that. You can't. I said, because at some point, if you don't control your temple, that tech in a fall league game will come later on when we really need That's you. Right. That's and right. Come, and, and, and lo and behold, um, he started getting texts throughout the season. And he ended up getting getting uh, kicked out of two games, mm. and so and that really and he was our best player, and that hurted us. And we didn't even we had at one point Nicole we went on a I want to say five or six game winning streak. We was five and one. We was top of the district, and within two three weeks we went from five and one to like five and six. Oh wow! <laughs> and we didn't even make the playoffs. And we had the best team that year. I think we'd be Timberview that year. We'd be uh, Burleson. Burleson Centennial had a really good team that year. 
And we, we I mean, we just kind of ran through the district and Burleson, Centennial, and Timberview ended up meeting, meeting up for the regional finals. Mm-hmm. And, I'm, and I was telling them, I was like, man, we had that opportunity and we just threw it away. Yeah. We just threw it away. But it all goes back to being undisciplined. And then what ended up happening was... <clears throat> Luckily, he ended up going to a JUCO in Kansas. Mm-hmm. Well, got into some trouble there, okay? And then they kicked him out. Then they picked him up at UTA, got into some trouble at UTA, and they kicked him off. And it hurt me at the time because I was like, we didn't set that example and made him do what's right in high school. So now you go to college thinking you can do the same thing, and ain't nobody putting up with it. Because you 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 grown now, you know, yeah. putting up with it, and so I think a lot of times, you know, we do, like you said, we do. Um, if we're always about winning and we don't care how that kid acts on or off the court, yeah. then we do that kid a disservice and we set that kid up to fail. Yeah. And so now when that kid leaves you, that kid thinks that he still he or she still can act the same way, and you can't. No. You know, and so that, those are some great points there, Coach. So, and I remember that. I said, man, we, we really did that kid a disservice. Yeah, for sure, for sure. I mean, I agree, and I see that time and time again. And, I, you know, and I will say this on the side of the coach, you know, that, that there there's a, there's a pressure that we yeah, put on ourselves. It is. But there's also a pressure that is put on you depending yeah. on where you're at. If we Let's keep mm-hmm. it real. There are certain districts and yeah. certain schools you can go and you can go two and thirty-five, and you know you're gonna have your job exactly. next year. <laughs> it's certain districts and certain schools. You're not doing that. <laughs> you getting called into the AD's office. <laughs> I mean, it just is what it yeah. is, and so you know there is an expectation. Yeah. You gotta win. You gotta win big. You got yeah. some. You gotta win and go all the way. Yeah. So when that pressure is put on you, mm. I think that that's how that starts to creep in, where it becomes yeah. about the W's yeah. and not about the life lesson, yeah. not about discipline, not about teaching them how to manage emotions, mm-hmm. teaching them how to work with people they don't necessarily care yeah. for. And I, I see how it happens. I definitely see how it happens. I just think it's one of those things where we as coaches, we just got to constantly keep ourselves grounded. Gotcha. You gotcha. know, and, and making sure we remember we're the ones setting the example mm-hmm. for these kids. And like you said, we're setting them up. I don't believe we can make them do right. No. You know, we can constantly hold them accountable. Yeah. We can't make them do right because yeah. I'm really big on that. I tell my kids all the time, you're the one with the choice here. Yeah. You're the really one with mm-hmm. the power. You have an option to do yeah. what I've asked you to do yeah. and to follow what I've asked you to do mm-hmm. or to choose to do different. But know that with both of those choices, there's going to be a consequence with one and there's probably going to be a reward with the other. Mm-hmm. The reward may not be immediate, but it's going to come down the line. And so I just think just trying to get kids to understand that. So I do. I understand how coaches get caught up in mm-hmm. it, because if I'm being honest and I, I, I'm being truthful with myself, I've had to have those conversations mm-hmm. with myself at different points gotcha. in my career. Like, hold on one second. Like, where's your focus at? Mm-hmm. You know, what, 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 what you, you starting to kind of lose sight on some things that, you know, you yeah. stand for and you remind, you know, you know that you got to get back on that path. Exactly. So I do. I think that's important. Just coaches just got to rein yourself in and remember what, what matters. Gotcha. 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 Yeah. So, uh, so coach in closing, what can the audience, so if I'm listening to this and I'm like, man, you know, that's interesting. You know, I may want to come to a Cedar Hill basketball game. So what can we talk about your upcoming season? What can we expect from your upcoming season? Okay. Uh, <laughs> upcoming season. I mean, well, first, it, it's going to be a Cedar Hill team, which means it's going to be a team that plays hard. It's going to be teams yes, that, y'all that do gets play after hard. it. 
that I mean we just take pride in our defense. Um, I just I, I really like that it's kind of like we're going on a um, we're kind of hitting like a new new age with okay. our group because we just graduated seven seniors. Oh wow! Yeah, I mean, and, and a lot of those kids have been on varsity since they were freshmen mm-hmm. and sophomores, and um, so I got a good little core coming back. Got a new couple of kids coming in, and so just really just trying to build. Like we've already been working in the off season okay. about like what our you know what our motto for the next year mm-hmm. is, and it's being fearless, mm-hmm. like fearless, because mm-hmm. we're not gonna be giving into oh because we graduated graduated so many mm-hmm. that now Cedar Hill's just wide open to get yes. their heads beat in. We don't believe in that. Yeah. Like we're gonna come out here, and we're gonna compete, and mm-hmm. we're gonna believe that we can compete and beat anybody that we step on the floor with. So I mean, I I think that's probably the biggest thing. Um, you know, you come to a game. I think it's always gonna be lit. I think you know <laughs> we always gonna be the best dressed staff. Always. You always. Know, I, I gotta put that out there. Always, always. gonna be take pride. <laughs> we take pride. I can't argue in our with that. <laughs> I believe if you know you expect coaches to put a good product on the floor, then coaches should also have uh, a good product I, on the sidelines. So we take that. pride in that. Uh, but yeah, I'm just excited. I'm excited mm. with the group. I really like the kids we got. Mm. They're a fun group of kids. Um, they make me laugh all the okay. time. They're just goofy, and um, I am. I'm excited about what 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 we're gonna look forward to. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. So how can how can we follow you, Coach? Uh, okay. So for Twitter, it's gonna be at Cedar Hill Girls Basketball, or excuse me, it's at Cedar Hill GBB, and um and on uh, Instagram it's Cedar Hill Lady Longhorns Basket BB I believe is what it is. Okay. And I can double check and make sure that's what it is. But uh yeah, so pretty much on there um that's that's our our team pages and gotcha. I don't really do social media so but I, I'm trying to work on that. I'm trying to work on that. I know it's important. I know it's important. <laughs> cool, cool, cool. But guys, um, go out and and check out a Cedar Hill uh, basketball game this upcoming season. You know, and I can I can you know contest uh, firsthand that you know you won't be disappointed. You get your popcorn, uh, sit down, <laughs> get your hot dog, and get ready because they get after it. Uh, if it's anything like the years that I coached, we get after it, and yeah. and it's exciting. Um, and so follow them uh, on the Twitter and IG. And thank you guys. And that's our show for today. And like I always say, it's not about the destination, but it's about the journey. Peace. Well, that does it for this episode. Don't forget to subscribe to my YouTube channel by going to YouTube and simply typing in Livingston Productions to see the latest projects or podcast episode. You can also check out my Livingston Production merchandise, purchase books, and check out my latest podcast episodes at LivingstonProductions.org. Follow me on Instagram at author underscore J Livingston, Facebook, and Twitter by simply typing in Livingston Productions. Remember to celebrate the uniqueness within yourself. Learn to be you no matter what journey life brings. Embrace and love yourself. Ooh.